shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Are teens too young to start a business? Do men prefer candles with specific scents? What does it take to be a success? You'll find out today on Express Yourself on the topic of teen entrepreneurship. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Young Juwan. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. Today's show is all about teens doing business. And you'll meet a couple of teen entrepreneurs, including myself and another great guest coming up next named Hart, who are doing it themselves and helping others do it too. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Now we have an important announcement before we talk all about business. Our 10th annual Be The Star essay contest has launched with a theme of what it means to be an American. The essay competition is open to all ages and all abilities. Prizes include money, books, and radio interviews, so enter today. Go to StarStyleRadio.com and click on events. That sounds really, really cool. I know that I will definitely be entering the essay contest this year. Now more than ever, teens are starting their own businesses. And I know a little bit about this topic because I actually started a 501c3 charity. If you've been listening to the radio show for a little bit of time now, you may realize that because I do have a segment called The Gift of Giving where I talk about volunteering and my organization. So through the experience with my charity, I've learned the ins and outs of business meetings, networking, and really just keeping a startup afloat. When I was 12 years old, I started the Angels Clothing Closet, which is located in southern New Jersey. Our main mission is just to give out clothing, food, uh, toiletries to people in need. So really, we're not making any money. It's very different from a business, but there are a lot of similarities in the sense that We have a board, and we have to vote on different decisions. A lot of networking is involved with charities um, and things of that sort. So although they are completely different things, there are definitely quite a few similarities. And how did you first start your business, or how did you go about creating your 501c charity, C3 charity? Well, when I was 12 years old, I had went through a lot of different experiences. Uh, Previously, when I was in third grade, I'd went through a house fire, and I knew what it was like to be in need, and I really wanted to do something in my community that would help others, because at the time, there wasn't really any prominent um, charities that was providing necessities, like clothing and food and toiletries and those daily basic things that you absolutely need. There wasn't an organization in my town or county that was fulfilling that need. So I took it upon myself to start the charity, of course, with a lot of help just from people within my community. I remember approaching my mayor about it, 
and other entrepreneurs who were adults at the time who really helped me with the ins and outs and all those technicalities like making your charity official 501c3 and you know working with an attorney and all those technical things that was completely over my head I really seeked out advice for that so that's something that I would tell anyone who wants to start either a business or a charity definitely be sure to seek out advice and ask people with experience because they are super helpful and in most cases they're really excited to help you. Yeah, I bet. And I'm taking an economics class right now and we've been learning about all the different businesses that people create because they don't feel like there is a space in the market for they're good right now. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like what you were saying about how there wasn't a charity that provided these basic necessities that so many people need. And so, what were some of the most difficult parts about starting Angels of God? I think that it was mainly my age at the time. At the time, I was 12 years old, so I was really, really young. I think it was the summer going into seventh grade and so again I was a little bit over my head in it I was just some innocent little middle schooler that wanted to try to change the world and so I started the charity um, but I think that at the time I got a lot of slack for it and people didn't think that I'd be able to do it they mm. directly just laughed in my face in a lot of occasions um, and of course, I don't want to discourage anyone that's listening. <laughs> I, again, you will always experience those people that will tell you that you're not able to do it, that you won't accomplish your dreams. But I think that you just have to stay determined and you really have to remember what your goal and vision is. Mm -hmm. And no matter what people say, continue with it and really believe in yourself. And I think that having support is really important too. I don't think that I would ever be able to have done what I've done so far without the support of my family and friends. Definitely. And I understand what you're saying. Like, there have been a lot of people at my school who start their local, like, clothing company t-shirts. Like, we had this really cool trend where um, the V-neck pocket tees were really popular that this one guy would make for you for a very small oh, wow. price. Yeah. And he got a lot of his business through advertising to our school, and it's been a lot of people have been supportive, like, wow, that's so cool. But on the other hand, like you said, a lot of people were like, why are you starting a business? A business is not something that teens can start. So what is your opinion about, like, teens starting a businesses? Do you think that it's possible or that teens should pursue it? How do you feel? I think that teens should definitely pursue it. Um, a lot of teenagers can get away with doing these things when we're young. I know when I was first starting out, I literally marched down to town hall and I wanted to arrange a meeting with the mayor and I wanted to talk with the town council and I literally there a 12 year old me um, and I think that they all kind of giggled at me and yeah. they, they thought that I was really adorable in that sense where I think that if a 40 year old man was to go down and do that it wouldn't have had the same impact, hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, I, think I that don't understand. When you're a teenager or when you're a child and you have a dream and you're going out and pursuing it, people really respect you and they want to help you with it. Yeah. So I think that starting when you're young, I think is even best because you're going to get a lot of respect. In most cases, you will get support. And there will always be those people that won't believe in you, but... Um, in most cases, I, I think that being young, you can get away with those things and you can yeah. 
do all of that crazy stuff and just march down into town hall because you're just a 15-year-old or you're just a 12-year-old who has a big mission. Yeah, and how did you get so much support for your company or business, not really a company, but is there a specific mentor that you had or someone walking you through the business side? Um, you know, not specifically. Um, there wasn't like one direct thing that I did to gain support, but I think that once it kind of got off the ground and people saw that it was a legit thing and that people were really benefiting from it within the community, I was helping homeless shelters and yeah. people who couldn't afford to buy those basic necessities for themselves and their family. Once they saw that impact, I gained a lot of support and I really took off. I think within the first the first couple of months was really hard, but after that, um, it really took off and it took off very quickly. Um, so that's been really really exciting. And I know that you have a little bit of entrepreneur experience as well I mean just us being on the radio right now I would definitely yeah. say that we're entrepreneurs in the way that we are being exposed to this business sense um, that not a lot of teens are exposed to at our age yeah I definitely feel like that like the radio and I also write for a local newspaper and these are all really cool opportunities that most teens don't think are out there for them yeah and I think that really Teenagers should just look for these different chances and opportunities because we're getting real-world experience right now, which is so valuable, especially at our age. So I would yeah. really encourage kids, if they don't want to start their own company or their own organization because that is a very large uptaking, even just doing an internship or working with one of your dream companies, it's really, really beneficial and it gives you the experience that maybe one day you will start a business. Yeah, I definitely feel like having that dream is one of the most important parts about starting a company, starting a business, starting a charity, or even pursuing the things that you're interested in. And how involved has your family been? Our last question. For my family has. Yeah. <laughs> my family has been completely by my side since the very, very beginning. And I do not think that I would have ever been able to start any of it, especially without my mom. She always accompanied me to these different meetings and she was my chauffeur there <laughs> for a while, which was really, really helpful. And yeah. like, I know a lot of other teen entrepreneurs have run into the problem where we are only kids and teenagers. You can't just go to a meeting by yourself. You have to stay safe and especially if you don't have a license. Mm -hmm, yeah. There's all these different technicalities that come with your age. So I think that having that support is really, really crucial, and I've been so lucky and blessed to have that since the very beginning. Yeah, well, thank you so much on all this info on how you got started and all about the support and the, that, and the advice that teens should really follow their hearts and their passions. I'm Young Juwan. Of course, and I'm Caitlin Darrow. Stay with us to continue this amazing conversation about businesses and entrepreneurship. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
When you're 12 years old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juan. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. Today we are talking about teen entrepreneurs, and there are a lot of them in America. Hart Ming, currently 16 years old, will be a junior at New Philadelphia High School in New Philadelphia, Ohio, in the fall of 2013. In the fall of 2010, Hart started Man Cans, a company that focuses on selling candles with scents that men like. All of the candles are made into a recycled soup can, and the can is actually first purchased by the business and then donated to soup kitchens and homeless shelters across Ohio, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and into West Virginia, which I thought was really, really interesting that you were able to combine a business and philanthropy. But Young Ju has a little bit more background information. Yeah, since the beginning of the business, Hart has been able to donate 65,000 cans of soup, expand his product line of scents, and hire three part-time employees inside himself, expand his sales from online to 130 stores, catalogs, fundraisers, and corporate marketing merchandise. Welcome, Hart, to Express Yourself. Hi, thanks for having me on the show. Of course, we're very, very excited to have you as a guest. And my first question is, how exactly did you get the idea for the business? Because it is really, really creative. Thanks. Um, It started out mostly as a joke. Um, My sister was selling candles for a fundraiser for school. And I was kind of going through the sense, and they all seemed really girly and more targeted towards females. (laughs) So I figured, why aren't there any scents for men? Yeah, that is a really good point because I know when my parents when my parents and I go 
like perfume shopping for my mom's birthday or something. My dad's always like, why are all the scents like flower based or something? So yeah, that was such a creative approach. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, and now the second question really that I have is why did you start the business? Like, did you have the goal of just making a little bit of extra cash or anything of that sort? Like, did you have a rhyme or reason or you just decided to do it on a whim? Um, really, my goal for starting the business was to, at the time, I wanted enough money to buy a uh, road triathlon bike, going triathlons for a couple years, and I had a bike, but it was a mountain bike, and it wasn't really working for me, um, so I figured, why not use this business as an opportunity to be able to raise money to buy the bike um, and be able to use it to do what I like to do. Yeah, and how, did you have any experience with fundraisers or business side of things before you started your business? I really had very little experience. Um, at the time, I had a paper route. Uh, that's where I got the money to start the business from. Um, neither of my parents were really in the business world. Um, my dad is an IT director, and my mom is a nurse educator. So I really didn't have any um prior business knowledge, and even from the candle-making side of things, I didn't have any candle knowledge. Wow. Well, I'm sure your parents are really, really proud of you in that sense that you were able to go out and actually start this mission that you had. So do you do any fundraisers for organizations or schools? Because I know that you said your sister was selling candles for an organization. So you do you do anything of that sort as well? We do. We've kind of come full circle with the business idea um we sell online we sell through stores but then we also do fundraisers um we've done probably around 30 to 35 over the past year and a half um with different schools boy scout groups and then if what we like to do is if they're located close enough to where i live um or where i'm at for a certain event um i'll be able to come out and deliver the candles in person and speak to the group of kids or just over skype yeah, that's really awesome. But um, another question is, how do you come up with the different scents? Like, I was looking at it, and they were all so creative. Like, how do you develop scents for your um, man cans? A lot of the scents are different things people email us and suggest. Mm. Um, a common one that we've had suggested is um, a diesel engine. We've had that suggested quite a bit over the past year. Um, so that's kind of what we're looking towards creating um, because, and this is another thing I've learned about business and market testing almost as if somebody reaches out to you and suggests you buy or suggests you create a scent and enough people do that, then you know you've got a target market for that product. And have you that's seen any competition since the creation of Mancams? Um, when we started or when I started Mancans, there wasn't a whole lot of competition around. Yeah. Um, but since then, we've had different companies pop up. Um, Yankee Candle started a Man Candles line um, about a year and a half after I started this using three of our four top sellers, um, which that was pretty interesting. Um, it was almost flattering, you could say. <laughs> um, and then we've... There have been a couple other smaller companies that have started up but haven't really amounted to much. 
Wow, like that's really, really interesting to hear, especially a company like Yankee Candle. So how exactly do you handle that? What do you do with the competition when it takes ideas like that from you? Really, the only thing you can do is, I mean, from Yankee Candle, it almost increased our sales. Um, people, our customers that have ordered from us previously were pretty upset about them, I guess, quote unquote, stealing my idea. And so they came back and they ordered again just to support us, um, which was great. Um, there's really not much you can do about it. We sent a letter to Yankee Candle addressing the issue um, that we had with them starting the idea. And they basically sent a letter back saying we have lawyers and <laughs> if you wanted to do if you want to do anything legal, then feel free. Um, we didn't really pursue it from there. And do you have any favorite scents out of all the different ones you offer, like s'mores? I know I was like, I really want a candle that smells like s'mores. Yeah, we, the s'mores was one we've tried. Um, we don't actually carry that anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but we, uh, a couple of my favorite scents are fresh cut grass, which was one of our first three scents. And it's still our most popular. Um, Campfire is another one of my favorites. And then also new mint, just because I like playing baseball, and it's a leather <laughs> baseball glove scent. That is really, really neat. And I just want to know, how exactly do you go about making these scents? Do you have special, um, a, a special group of people who are able to, you can just tell them a smell, and then they're able to put it into candle form? Or how exactly does that work? Because I'm totally not intelligent at all when it comes to candle making, so I'd love to learn more about it. Yeah, um, the first for probably the first year or year and a half after we started, um, we went to a company locally. We couldn't really request any specific scents, but we tried based off of the scents they had and combining some of the scents. Um, they had, that's why we have, I think one of the reasons we have so many food scents is because we couldn't really find any man-specific scents, but they had different novelty food scents that we were able to combine to get different things. Um, but now we work with a and I guess over the past year we've been working with a company out of New Jersey where we're able to go to them and say we want a Santa's beard scent, which is a scent we have for Christmas. Um, it's like a shaving cream scent. So we go to them and we say that and then they have people there that are able to produce that specific scent for us and we can um, change it one way or another to get the scent that we want. And since you're still in high school, how do you balance school and work and all this business type things together? Um, it's been pretty tough. Uh, I was in, in eighth grade when I really started selling, um, and it's definitely affected my schoolwork grade-wise. Um, but it's these life experiences that you're never going to have the opportunity to do again. Um, and you kind of just have to take advantage of them when they come around. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I'm sure you're having so much real world experience and getting to work with all these different companies and gaining that knowledge. I'm sure it's just amazing. Yeah, it's it's been life changing. What has been your favorite part of the whole process? Um, my favorite part of the whole process probably is all the things I've been able to do with the business. That is really, really cool. Thank you so much for talking with us and telling us all about Mancans. Thank you again just for talking about your 
business as well as your philanthropy work, be sure to visit man-cans.com for more information. I'm Caitlin Darrow. And I'm Young Juwan. During the break, visit our creative community at bcsya.com. Stay with us for our last segment for more about candles, business, and all sorts of philanthropy. as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader, and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Caitlin Darrow, and we're talking about how teens can be financially independent and responsible by being young entrepreneurs. I'm Young Juwan, and in our last segment, we talked with Heartmate, a young entrepreneur of Mancans. Although he has had a big business, he's using it to network with other high schoolers and a lot of famous people who are interested in his philanthropist and passion for volunteer. So, Heart, you're back with us for another segment, and can you tell us about the group you work with? Yeah, the group that I've been working with for the past it's two and a half years now. Um, it's called Independent Youth. Uh, they're a nonprofit organization. Um, their goal is to allow kids to find their passion through entrepreneurship um, and then also give them the opportunity to network with other kids who are interested in entrepreneurship and want to start their own business. 
Yeah. Oh, that's really awesome. Yeah, I definitely. And I'm sure that's really, really great just for experience and getting to learn more about starting a business because I feel like a lot of kids have wonderful ideas, but they just have no idea where to start. Yep. Um, the last event I was at through this group, uh, they encouraged us to walk around at lunch and meet different kids that are there um, and just a random table I sat down at. Uh, two of the four kids at the table both had ideas. Um, one of the kids just didn't see any way to follow through with it. Um, I had no experience with the field that it was in. Um, so I told him I would try to help him out and find someone who could help him. Because I didn't have any knowledge, but I knew through the business that it doesn't never hurts to go out and ask somebody for help. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people at my school have recently started their own businesses, and most of them are clothing companies that they advertise and market to our own school. And it's just a lot of hard work, but with dedication, it's amazing to see how these companies take off. And do you have any tips for like the marketing side of how to get your product out there? I mean, really, for marketing, the best things that from my experience, the best things that you can do through marketing are all free. Um, YouTube is a great way to market. Um, I created several videos, um, essentially minute or two minute commercials for the business. Um, and they do not have to be serious talking about your business commercials. Um, and some of those have over 45,000 views now on YouTube. Wow. Um, and that's with essentially zero marketing at all. Um, <laughs> wow. I mean, for the first two years of our business, we didn't spend a cent on marketing just because we had Facebook and we had YouTube. Yeah. Um, they were both really good ways for us to, that along with the word of mouth, but to spread the word about the business. And how did you spread your business all over the country? Um, again, really, it was just word of mouth. Uh, okay. My mom told people at her work about it um, a couple weeks after I started the company. And their um, PR person who worked there, um, he decided to tweet about it. And he had several thousand people following him, um, some of which were in the media um, business. And so several of the local Columbus news stations heard about it. Um, one of them decided to interview me and carry the story, and that kind of took off from there. Yeah, I found one recently, 20 minutes from where I live, so I'll definitely be checking it out. And I definitely think that word of mouth and social media is a great way to promote your business and all the wonderful messages that you have, as well as the unique product. Yep, so I have, I have a question as well, just to chime in. I want to know exactly how old were you when you started? Because as you're speaking about the beginnings, it's really, really impressive that you were able to start this entire company. And were your parents always really involved from the start? Um, I was 13 when I started. I was wow. in, I just started eighth grade. Um, and at the start, uh, my parents helped from the, I guess, parenting side. Um, there were a lot of things I couldn't really do. I couldn't drive places to go pick up supplies. I couldn't drive to any of the stores to go tell them about my candles. Um, so they did a lot of those things. But for the first couple months of my business, I did the finances. Just because at that point it was more of a craft than it was a full-blown business. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think 
another thing I've seen is there's really no way, no matter what size your business is, um, for it to be a good business, there's really no way for one person to run it completely by themselves. It requires a team of people to be able to operate a successful business. That is really, really good advice. And I think that I agree with that as well because I actually started a 501c3 nonprofit. And I remember in the very, very beginning, I was really reluctant to have a lot of volunteers and help come in just because I know with me when I started, it was like my little baby. I wanted it to be small and closed and I wanted to be able to be the person that really controlled it. So can you relate to that? Do you, do you know kind of that feeling that I'm describing? Definitely. That was a problem I had. Um, one of the first things we did after it took off was we went and we um, actually somebody contacted us about taking over production of the candles from us um, just for the time being so we could catch back up on the number of orders. This was somebody who already had their established candle company and they had the supplies and the knowledge to be able to mass produce um, the candles for us um, way quicker than we could. So I was very reluctant to turn things over to him just because it was more of a gut instinct. I don't know. I've started this from scratch. I don't want this one person to be able to take it and ruin it. Um, yeah. Trust instinct. So, and it did work out for us um, for the meet or for the short time. Uh, things started to go south, so we backed out of that. But it, for the purpose, it worked very well. And on a different note, can you tell us about how you plan on becoming a sports agent, since that is also another one of your passions, more so than candle making? Yep, sports has, <laughs> ever since I was a kid, been my big passion. Um, I woke up and I watched Sports Center every morning. Um, I played all kinds of sports. Um, I know essentially everything there is to know about every sport that's ever existed. Um, get made fun of a lot for that, but, um, it's just something I enjoy doing. Um, and being a sports agent, the way I see it combines my passion for sports and also my business knowledge. Um, because I'm, I've accepted the fact, um, for the past several years that I'm never going to be a professional athlete. Um, I think that's every kid's dream, what they want to do, um, until they're about 10 and they realize that's not completely possible. Um, I found a way to make that sports environment into an actual um, job and a lifestyle. Now, you've learned so much about the business throughout these past couple of years, running your own company. So what is one major lesson you'd like to leave with our listeners about being successful at any age? What would you tell them? Um, I guess being successful is kind of what you make of it. Um, I mean, there's, I haven't made a whole lot of money out of this. Um, it's just the fact that being successful means being able to help people, um, to me, and getting this knowledge and experience that you wouldn't gain by doing anything else. Um, maybe for someone else starting a business, being successful is making the money. Um, but the way I see being successful, it's being able to help people, um, leaving a mark, on the world, leaving it a better place than when you came. Yeah, I'm I'm really supportive of your vision, and I'm really glad that you are doing all this 
charity work and starting your own business and having that concrete vision of the future to help other people and not just the stereotypical definition of success. And thanks again for all the inspiration and being with us today on our show. And for more info, visit mancans, that's man-cans.com. I'm Young Juan. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. Again, congratulations on all of your success. And thanks for the great advice. Hart will be back with us. Visit us at expressyourselfteenradio.com and check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Caitlin Darrow. And I'm Young Juwan. It's been a fascinating episode of Express Yourself with our special guests sharing their experiences about being entrepreneurs and starting businesses. Hart Main talked about his passion for candles in our last segment, and now he's back to continue the conversation for more about his philanthropy work. Hart has gained media attention from local Columbus, Ohio television stations, a number of radio shows. He was highlighted in Family Circle magazine, The Lopez Tonight Show, PBS, Biz Kids, and Nickelodeon's new game show, Figure It Out. Additionally, Hart has received media coverage from various national media outlets, including Entrepreneur.com, The Huffington Post, CNBC.com, and USA Today. 
He also received a letter of recognition from Michelle Obama. Hart is also a junior board member of Independent Youth Incorporated. Besides being an entrepreneur, Hart is an active participant in his high school cross-country team student council and announces for both baseball and American Legion games. Outside of school, he's a member of the YMCA swim team, plays recreational league baseball during the summer, and donates his time to help coach a t-ball team, as well as umpiring baseball games and sponsors his own pony league game. He has spoken at South by Southwest and frequently speaks at elementary schools. That is very, very impressive. And along with that, his business is Man Cans, a man-scented candle company made inside of real soup cans. The soup from the cans is donated to soup kitchens and homeless shelters across four states. In the past two and a half years, Man Cans has donated 65,000 meals to 25 soup kitchens. That is very, very commendable. Thanks for staying with us, Hart. And Hart. Yeah, I have just the first opening question, but what is it like to be profiled in so many magazines and being on TV? Um, it's been interesting. Uh, it's kind of, it's interesting to see all the different things that they, I guess, think about the candles and about what I've done. Um, it's been kind of cool for friends who don't know about the business to go out and see it in a magazine or see it on TV and then all the questions they have about it. Yeah. I mean, it sounds really, really amazing. Was it frightening at all having to do all these interviews and speak with all of these different people about your business? And also what about having Mrs. Obama commend you? That is amazing. That, that was pretty cool. Um, that was, wasn't really anything expected. It just one day showed up in our mailbox at our house <laughs> and, um, we really didn't know what it was about until we opened it up and read it. Um, so that was pretty neat. Uh, as far as being nervous or intimidated goes, um, I was the first several times. Um, it's just not something you really can get used to as a high school age kid. Yeah, I pretty- bet. And I how how have your friends and family been at supporting you? Have they been generally supportive of your talent and passion or have they been kind of critical of what you're doing what has the reception been um my friends have been pretty supportive um my family especially um my dad and my mom have both given up a lot of their time um just their own free time to help me out with my business and do things with the business that is a minor i can't really do um my dad takes time out of his job to go delivery deliver soup cans to the different soup kitchens while i'm in school um, and my mom gives up time to do, or up until, um, I guess last month she's given up time to do the finance and to, I guess, make sure that everything inside the company financially is running smooth. Well, that is really great that you have such a strong support system behind you. Now, I want to know, what are some of the cooler things you've gotten to do with your business? It sounds like you've gotten to travel a little bit and speak to different groups. So what are some of the cool opportunities that have come with Man Cans? Well, I started the business. Um, I'd never flown in a plane. Um, I've flown in a plane quite a bit since then. Um, I've been to Los Angeles three or four times um, for different television shows and different events I've gone to. I went to a pre-Emmys award or pre-Emmys 
product party where I set out my candles and different celebrities would walk through and they'd get to take a candle and I'd get to meet them and tell them a little bit about my product. Um, that was wow. pretty cool. Not so much from the business side, but just from the opportunity <laughs> to do that. Um, going out on different TV shows um, has been pretty cool. I was on the Jeff Probst show. Um, he's the host of Survivor. I've been on that two or three times, um, which that was a lot of fun. That is really, really cool, especially because I know I went to Los Angeles this past summer for the second time ever, and I absolutely loved it. So I'm sure that you having be, being able to travel and do all these really neat things is really, really cool. So I have a question. Looking more into the future, do you know if you want to continue the business? Do you want to go to college? Where exactly do you see yourself in a couple years from now? Um, well, we're... St- we're starting to set up the business more from a standpoint that I will be able to run it out of a dorm room in college. Mm-hmm. Um, we're starting to turn the um, production of the candles over to a developmental disabilities organization. Um, so we're helping employ people with disabilities um, while also we are making it so I can go to college classes and still be able to run the operation side of the business. Um, what I think currently that I want to do after college is um, become a sports agent and go into different representation of athletes. And where, and this is kind of off topic, but where did your passion for helping people come from? Like, it's not every day that someone starts a their own business to support all these soup kitchens. Like, I volunteer at a very local level, so, what kind of fired up your passion? Um, that's kind of the way I've been raised. Uh, both of my parents make it a point that helping other people is the right thing to do, and that's something that you should make life. Um, not everybody gets the opportunities that you get um, to do the things that you've been able to do um, to try to make their life as good as possible um, and try to help them out as much as you can. Yeah, and you've definitely been doing that at your very, very young age, everything that you've accomplished. You should be really, really proud of yourself. So do you have any advice for other kids who want to start a business? Because you definitely have a lot of experience behind you, and I'm sure that you'd have some wise words for them. Um, The advice I give most often is uh, don't forget that you're still a kid and that you can still do fun things that most other kids enjoy doing. I think that was a big mistake I made right when I started my business and right when I got really busy um, as I started, I guess, working all the time and completely forgetting about the other side of my life where I'm hanging out with friends or doing sports. And how do you divide your time wisely? Um, I think a large part of what's helped me divide my time is... Obviously, good time and time management, but then also um, employees and being able to hire people. Um, because there were times uh, when I was in eighth grade, it was only a couple months after we'd gotten really busy, where I was up until two or three in the morning on a school night at the candle or at the candle shop and in my kitchen, making candles and shipping candles, um, and then going to school and being asleep all day. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely not good. 
Yeah, it's and that's not really an issue that a lot of people have, but it's really, really interesting being able to hear about that from your perspective. Yeah, and I was just so interested to hear all about your candles, and this has been an exceptionally fun day. Thanks again for sharing about man cans and all your passions for volunteering, and you can find out more at www.man-cans.com. And that, and you can follow him at Mancans Ohio on Facebook or on Twitter at Mancans 2011. We hope you all enjoyed it as much as we did. I'm Young Juan, and I'm Caitlin Darrow. Tune in to Express Yourself Teen Radio every Tuesday at noon Pacific for the latest on what's happening with youth. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Be the Star You Are, and Kids Star for producing this show. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Damone and Bruce Salstein. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. Up next, a track from the Kids Star Album of the Month. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Until next week, remember, speak up and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars to shine. Hello, my name is Cindy Marie from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The Kids Star Album of the Month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Everybody's Somebody Else. I can still recall back when we were kind of small. We paid real close attention to the clock upon the wall. Now, friend, I have to say school was fine for half the day. But after three, my friends and me were off and on our way. Because everybody's somebody else when the school bell rings. I was playing three chords Ricky beat the bongos Till he made his knuckles real sore We practiced every night Trying to move our fingers right Yeah, the sounds we made were silly But we worked until we really had a thing Because everybody's somebody else When the school bell rings Everybody's somebody else Everybody's somebody else Everybody's somebody else When the school bell rings well, maybe your custodian, he's a race car driver, the secretary, she's a deep sea diver, the teacher's working on her helicopter flyer, please. Cause everybody's somebody else when the school bell rings. My buddies and me, we were like you, through the school day we pretty hard But at home we plugged into these amps and cranked them up and let music make us who we are Cause everybody's somebody else 
Everybody, somebody else. Everybody, somebody else. When the school bell rings, or maybe your librarian she dances on the ballroom floor, and the principal is managing a hardware store, and the cooks are making a fortune selling French imported bling. Cause everybody, somebody else. When the school bell rings. Everybody, somebody else. Everybody, somebody else. Everybody, somebody else. When the school bell rings. Everybody, somebody else. Everybody, somebody else. Everybody, somebody else. When the school bell rings. Everybody, somebody else. Everybody, somebody. is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends. All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and Friends receives are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kidstar website, www.kidstar.org. <laughs>